It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Time for our Monday morning McCafe catch-up because Super Rugby has another weekend in the books. And sadly, it's the chase with the bragging rights after grinding down the Crusaders in Christchurch on Saturday night. Friday night, though. And Joey will be, ooh, I don't know how he's going to be about this. Saw the Blues rally after what was no doubt a passionate halftime talk from Leon McDonald. The Hollanders not quite firing a shot again till very late in the piece. And Joey Wheeler was across it all, and he's with us now. Morena, Joey. Morena. Thanks for having me on, boys. Um, how are you feeling, Dagger? Because... I know from experience, first-hand experience, that you go, no, you go no good on a hangover after one day, let alone three. So I could just imagine how many pies you've smoked this morning, how many coffees you've knocked over after a big weekend in Sydney. Oh, she was. Um, she's been. A, she's been a long two hours, Joey. We've been a long two hours, but I, I don't want you to carry on that chat because me and Joey spent two weeks on the road in a camper van, and I could really throw you under the bus here, Joey, so don't you start. <laughs> oh, mate, I, I carried you. <laughs> I carried you. Uh, but what a weekend it was. Yeah, but... What a weekend it was. Your crusade is going down. I was, uh, I was absolutely pumped by uh, the Chiefs doing a job, as you can imagine. I know. I know, mate. It wasn't it wasn't ideal uh, viewing. Crusaders were up by I think it was about ten or eleven in that last uh, seven minutes, and then Sean Stevenson and Co getting the job done, mate. What does that do for the for the Chiefs when the young side they lost some players to COVID? They hit down. They face they face pretty much a full strength Crusaders side and, and beat them down there, which not many teams have done. Is this really? Uh, just showcase how, how good this Chiefs side is. And, and have you been very impressed with, with Clayton McMillan and Roger Randall, the way that they're playing a different style of brand of footy than, than most teams? Yeah, oh, I have, mate. I think their attack has been their point of difference. They've, they've been mixing it up mm. really nicely, with, uh, especially around the rucks off nine. I think yeah, um sort of mixing it up between those nice little pick-and-goes just around the ruck to suck some defenders in. And then their ball play off off the first set of hands, whether it's a tip, whether it's going yeah. out the back to their 
to their team and then their team challenging the line. I think that's been their point of difference this year. Obviously, they were unlucky against the Blues, but, man, beating the Crusaders down in Christchurch, you cannot underestimate how tough a task that is, not only um, for this for Super Rugby teams, but in, in World Rugby. They've got... I, I, I mean, the, the Highlanders did it last year, but it, it's, it's like probably about as common as you fronting up after a hangover. It's that hard to do. So, you know, these, this, this chief side, and I think with some of the people that were missing as well, you think their co-captain, Brad Weber, um, and guys that were stepping up in those positions. I thought Cortez Ratama, uh, who came off the bench mm. for um, Xavier Rowe, I thought he was outstanding. He's a 20-year-old kid and probably the toughest cauldron in, in New Zealand club footy to go and put in a 30-minute performance like he did. He upped their tempo, um, similar to sort of a hate doing, a hate uh, comparing players, but he, he reminded me a lot of Aaron Smith, the speed of ruck that they got, um, the way that he drove those forwards. He was a huge part of that, um, that sort of surge mm. towards the end there to get them across the line. But I, I don't think you can look past in terms of performances. Guzzler and Sam Kane, their leadership of that young group, with the six guys that they had out, um, uh, quite outstanding that leadership to get the to get those guys dialed in to do a job because they hadn't won down there since 2016. Um, yeah, no mean feat from those boys. So, yeah, I'm sure everyone outside of Christchurch would have been very happy to see the Crusaders get tipped up because they were <laughs> they were looking like very ominous that they were going to win another title. Hey, Joey, it's Kempe, mm. mate. You're, you're, you're dead right. You know, they're, they're the benchmark, the Crusaders. And I think with young blokes, I think what you get with a bunch of young blokes in a side is they don't really care too much about history. They just go out there and they play their game. I thought the, I thought the, the interchange and the bench were the, the major difference when they came on and they got them late, um, which was good to see, um, just to even up the competition. But, mate, the guy that really I just want to get your thoughts on, Richie Moonga, like he can play. You know the kid can play a lot. He can he'd make a really good league player, um, but there's one there's probably one area of his game that I sort of want to get your your feedback on, and that's defence. Because uh, defensively, I've watched him a few times, and I, I guess if you're you know going into a World Cup year and you know that Richard Moonga is going to be a number ten in the All Blacks, do you think that there's that's an area that a lot of other teams attack is is in and around Richie Moonga and try to isolate him? Oh, definitely, mate. I think that's with every team. Every team tries to hide their team mm. um, on defence. I don't think the Crusaders are any different. I, I didn't. I, I haven't had a real good look at, at where they defend them, but I, I'd imagine as they can probably talk to this a little bit more, Kempe. But um, Richie's a Richie's a like a um, a really staunch sort of guy, and I'd imagine he'd want to be in that front line and he'd want to be putting his body on the line. I think probably a, a little bit to do with that is he, he's probably a, a couple or two behind the rest of the squad at the moment in terms of all that stuff. Like, he, he has, that's his first um, so full, well, basically full game. Um, you know, he played 70 minutes and then crammed up. And I think, you know, for, the, for, for him, he, he'll be better for that performance. And But, yeah, defensively, I think teams are always looking to, to find the 10 and attack the 10 of any side. And Richie Wang is no different. Although I'm sure he, he loves uh, he loves the scrap, so I'm sure he'd be willing to put his hand up and get in that front line, Kimpy. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's coming back. He's coming he's slowly, finding his feet, Joey. But for the Crusaders, mate, last couple of weeks, I think personally, like you know, I'm a Crusader supporter. I just think they've been a little bit off with, uh, particularly in the skill sets um, department. The the passing has been quite 
um, astray and decision making at, at certain times. I know you said that they've been rolling, but I think they've yeah they've, they've potentially played about fifty minutes, maybe even forty minutes every match of good solid rugby. Do you think teams are catching up and, and kind of figured out if you can match them at the set piece? Because let's know you know that that's their strength. They're they're rolling more. Their line out defence. That's where they shine. But if they, teams are, are slowly catching up and figuring them out. Yeah, I'm glad you alluded to that, Dagger. I think you nailed it. Their, their pack probably isn't as fearsome as what it once was. You know, I, I think mm. back to probably uh, pre-World Cup, they they had basically two all-black front rows. They had all-black locks, two all-black loose. So they pretty much had an all-black board pack, and then they could roll in um, all-blacks off the bench to take, to take the place of those other guys. Now, you know... Yeah. No disrespect to Fletcher Newell, but you know he's no Owen Franks, is he? Um, as as mm. a tight head prop, um, and behind Joe Moody, your loose heads no, nowhere near as experienced as say a Wyatt Crockett or a Tim Fury. Uh, when you think before yeah. uh, in 2019, that's the sort of artillery you had coming off the bench. So I think teams are definitely going to target, and they're not going to be as as fearful of this Crusaders pack as they once were. Um, you know, mm. you always knew what the Crusaders were going to do come set-piece time. They were going to scrum you for a penalty, then they were going to kick to the line, then they were going to maul you for a penalty. And because of the influence that they had also in that team, having, you know, 50 to 100 cap All Blacks, it's just natural that the pressure that that puts on referees also means that they are probably more willing to give a penalty to the Crusaders as opposed to maybe, I don't know, the Highlanders, for instance, who have not even an all-black in their pack. So I think they are probably um, starting to, the packs are starting to even themselves out. And I think if you look at the Chiefs pack, the artillery that they've got on that side now and their type five especially, they can roll in. You know, they've got four guys who are close to all-black locks or, or three that have definitely been all-blacks. Then you've got two front rows pretty much that are, that are all-black quality as well. So they're, they're now looking like the crusader of old, dare I say it, that, They've got the artillery up front that it's going to scrum you for penalties, it's going to maul you for penalties. So I, mm. I don't think you can write this Crusaders side off, though, Dagger. Any side that can nah. hang in, they had no right to even be close mm. to this Chiefs side. They made over 200 tackles to the Chiefs 80 mm. odd. So the, the, this Crusaders side is still the real deal. I think they need to find their balance. They've been a little bit clunky in their attack, which you know mm. is unheard of saying that about a Crusaders side. But I think their kicking game has been inaccurate because, we, you know, mm. the, that back three of the Crusaders is the best in the competition, I believe. Seven Reese, Mr. Farinuku, and Will Jordan, to me, those guys are on absolute fire at the moment. All three of them are in world-class form. They just need to get their kicking game right to create some unstructured opportunities for those three because they're just not seeing the ball in the right areas at the moment. Mm, nice, nice. Love that, Stuart. I totally... To- uh... Totally, totally agree with you there. Will Jordan, those fellas can open up a game, mate. We're gonna we're gonna talk about your lot landers, though, the Highlanders. They've been struggling oh, as of late, just haven't don't. quite <laughs> Oh, look, we have to, we have to, mate. It's been a tough start for Brownie and Co. But they've had they've been hit with injuries. Um, you know, the execution has been astray for them as well. Where do they where do they go now, Joey? Where, where do they have to begin to find some sort of belief? that they can put in a, a 70 to 75-minute performance, something that can get them close. 
Yeah, oh, mate, they're, they're struggling. And I, I haven't seen a, a Highlanders side uh, struggle like this since probably 2013 when we went 0-8 uh, uh, to start the season. But there, there's a lot of things going on with the Highlanders at the moment, but they're creative, like, they are creating opportunities. They're getting themselves yeah. in the right areas. They just can't. They just can't finish. They're, they're trying to force passes. A Highlanders team when they're when they're clicking and they're playing really well and the tech's functioning. They're playing at speed. They're positioning really quickly. They're clearing past the ball, and it's just as in motion constantly. At the moment, they are just so clunky. Um, and I think that's due to a couple of things. Um, I, I believe personnel is. Um, it's just they're struggling to, to get game breakers on the field. Um, you know, you, you take out uh, Jonan Ariki, Solomon Alamalo, um, now Thomas Umanga Jensen, you take those three guys out of that, that Highlanders back line, those are your three game-breaking threats, um, genuine game-breaking threats. And obviously when you take those guys out, they, they have an ability to attract defenders, make offloads, create, and create line breaks. Mm. Now they've, you know, they don't really have any game breakers outside of those three guys, so they're going to really struggle um, to to break defenses down because at the moment, yeah, they might build a few phases, but they're just not going anywhere. If anything, they're going backwards um, with their attack. So I, I think Brownie's going to have to really scratch his head, dive deep into that mm-hmm. creative um, rugby brain of his, and try find a way of, you know when they do get those opportunities, coming away with some points. And I think also, and I think Mitch will be the first to admit this, he, he's not playing well at the moment, Mitch Hunt, um, mm. for this Highlanders side. And, and when Mitch Hunt isn't playing well, the Highlanders generally aren't going that well either. You know, with with all sides in New Zealand, they rely so heavily on their 9 and 10, uh, producing the goods. Yeah. And at the moment, unfortunately, Mitch, Mitch isn't playing to, to his usual standard that we're used to. So, uh I hope in the next couple of weeks um, he can get that right, and I hope this week against the Wider Pacific uh, Pacifica that, that he can he can put a performance on at home um, that you know that can get this this side going in the right direction because yeah it's worrying signs at the moment, um, but yeah I think they've got a great opportunity this weekend um, against the Wider to, to get this season off to you know off the off the donut. Hey Joe, yeah. Joe, one player that um, a sort of. Flying, you know, it's flying under the radar at the moment. Who's who's really impressed you that isn't um, no one's talking about at the moment in the competition? Oh, um, gee, from from all sides, maybe or, or, yeah, probably no one out of the Landers, <laughs> no one out of, the, out of my Highlanders. <laughs> um, in terms of the whole competition, I I think uh, out of the Chiefs, I, I've been really impressed with uh, Samasoni Takiaho. I think that guy yeah. has just gone from strength to strength. Like last year, you can't underestimate the, the him being exposed to that All Black environment. Last year, we all knew mm. how good a ball carrier, how abrasive, how physical that guy was. But it's the um, it's the core skills that he's built, uh, being around that environment that he is dialed right and on. Yeah, he missed a couple of throws. Um, in the weekend against the Crusaders, probably underthrew a couple, but that's against a world-class line-out defence. Uh, but that, that guy is, is just going to go from strength to strength, and I, I believe he is going to challenge um, uh, Cody Taylor and, and Dane Coles for that for that starting jersey come uh, France 2023. He is he is um, a beast, mate. He is a, a huge man, and 
One bloke, mm. when he's got ball in hand, it's devastating. But on the other side of the ball, he is as devastating, if not if not more so. He can he can hit and he hits you hard. He's one of those guys, Kempe, you know, you'd know well from your league days. Is when you run into them, it doesn't mm. look like um, they hurt, like they hit you and you stop. But, man, it hurts. He has got an ability with his, <laughs> his rock-hard shoulders that when he hits you, you stay hit. You, you know about it every time. Is that is that a bit like that one when when you keep telling me when I went to pop outside DC and you just guessed and absolutely <laughs> smoked me? Is it like that one? Is it is it Joey? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got penalised too, mate. Whenever I've whenever I made a good tackle in my career, I get penalised. It's unbelievable. Wait, tell tell everyone that one that one thing when you got your yellow card. Tell them the lift I gave you that day. Oh, <laughs> uh, so when was the thing? I think it was either it was probably two. I think it was two thousand seventeen. And um, Richie Moraga came blind, picked off a couple of uh, up us type five defenders, sort of challenged the line. I, I thought I'd done a really good job of shadowing him across sort of cross field, like giving time and space. And I was I was right on. He put a grubber through, so I thought, yeah, that's great work, Joe. You've sort of he's copped out here, gone for a grubber. As he's run past, I've sort of just put a little check on him, Kempe. You know what it's like hey. in the league day, just trying to just trying to hold that runner and. Um, Boom, <laughs> what do you know? You can't be checking Richie Mawanga, Joey. So what happens? Joey, I get a yellow card. Dagger is right there, my old mate, is he? And he's going, great stuff, Joey. Thanks for that, bud. Well played, mate. Gives me a bum tap as I'm tail between my legs. I think it was probably 24,000 down here at Forsyth Bar Stadium. And he's just bum tapping me off. I was about to drop him, mate, in the middle of 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 the middle you're a champion, mate. You're a champion, Joey Wheeler. You're a great storyteller and great detail uh, summarising Super Rugby, mate. Absolute champion. I love you, and I look forward to catch up with you very, very shortly. Thank you, Joey. Hey, mate. Uh, go get a couple of strips all day and, uh, and keep those coffees up for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. That was Joey Wheeler. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.